Welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Moments from an Ordinary Life. I'm just an ordinary human trying to soak in as much life as I can this side of heaven. I've had some interesting stories along the way, some fun, some serious and challenging, some unexpected, and some just plain crazy. But I'll have a lesson and I so believe that we need to learn from one another's stories. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear and learn from your moments as well. Enjoy! Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again for part two of Airplane Mode. I think we're actually going to call this episode, though, uh, Plane Crazy, because I have my crazy friend with me. Jen. Jen is here with us today. So welcome, Jen. Hello, hello. So glad that you're here. This is going to be a really fun episode. So just to begin, tell me what made you decide to become a flight attendant? (sighs) Probably like every little girl that had the Barbie airplane. And uh, (laughs) yeah, I slung those peanuts and pretzels when I was six years old. And I never looked back, Karen. Never. <laughs> Way to go. So here I am. Awesome. Actually, 47 years old is the average age of a uh, inspiring flight attendant. Is did it you really? Know yeah, with our I company. I did not know yeah. that. Oh, and wow. I was hired at 47. Awesome. And yeah. I was hired at 450. Oh, what was it? 54. How can that be? I thought you just turned 50. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I know. The map is all messed up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Hold on, folks. We'll be right back. so just a quick little background here Jen and I met uh gosh it was probably within my first year flying so you were still on probation yeah oh that's right yeah I was I was a wreck so three years ago probably and we had the best three-day trip ever we just hit it off right away we laughed the whole time. I don't even know where we went. Neither of <laughs> yeah, us can remember where we even went. But we laughed and laughed and laughed. So I'm going to let Jen tell you the story about um, Miso. Miso, There's yes, a little Miso yeah. story in here so, that yeah. has kind of stuck with us since that three-day trip three and that, years ago. That is Karen's nickname. I call her Miso now because we just found the craziest things to laugh about. and. <laughs> And uh, she was cleaning the galley one time with this uh, cleaner we have on the plane. And if you peel back one of the labels, it says that it's a pesticide. I'm thinking, <laughs> this can't be good. <laughs> this can't be good. <laughs> no, it probably causes like mesothelioma or however you pronounce it. Well, we just went with that and ran the whole three days. Mesothelioma. Meso- mesothelioma. Yeah. But then also, it, it also said that it could possibly cause something else. What was it? Lymphoma, lymphoma. or something? Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. So... so I don't know if it's good to disinfect the bathrooms. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what's better is to have an undisinfected bathroom or to, yeah, the possibility of mesothelioma. Thelioma, yeah, but then uh, your crazy story about using the sanitized, no, the women's, um, <laughs> how do we say that? <laughs> the, feminine the, products. Feminine Fe- no, <laughs> fin- Yeah, those, those thingies. Jen, Jen really... Had, well, she's drinking just a little bit. But just a, yeah, 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 I'm just having to, a, a, a sour right now to uh, 
curve the edge right here of this interview that I'm it's having. Scary. It's scary. It, it's scary. Are you a little, a little scared? scared? No, no, I'm not scared. Because I'm, I'm just, a very professional podcaster. You are a very professional <laughs> podcaster, Karen. And um, I love talking about these little uh, fun times yeah, we have on I know. airplane we, oh with my maxi gosh. pads. So we, tell that Okay, story. so this is just a, a little uh, flight attendant hack that I have found <laughs> to come in very, very handy. So a lot of times when you're in the galley and you're getting ready to get all those drinks out to everybody and you open up the cans, they, some of them, especially in the summer, can explode um, from the heat, which is actually really dangerous. That's, well, that's scary. Uh, it's scary. It sounds like a shotgun it going does, off. It does, and it can cut your yeah. hand or your... Yeah, yeah the guy in the front row with PTSD is on the floor. <laughs> it's happened. It's it scary. Is. It is. Yeah. It does. It sounds like, yeah, that, that's not funny. Mm, but yeah, but yes, <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> it is scary. Nonetheless, so there is, say, 7-Up then all over the galley. So there's a little trick. You go into the lavatory, which I think we might talk a little bit about the lavatory later. Because yeah. that's kind of a, a topic that needs to be addressed, okay. I think, on this podcast. Um, <clears throat> but you go into the lavatory. There's a little secret compartment I think a lot of people don't know about. But if you are a female and you go into the lab, there are lots of pads and tampons and different things that you might need. So just a heads up. It's kind of a little hidden uh, compartment. So anyway, I would grab a couple of those maxi pads and put them on the bottom of my shoes. You know, take off the sticky side, stick it to the bottom of my shoes. Then you get the boiling water from the coffee maker. Right. And you just sprinkle that on the floor. And then you just walk through it. And because they're so absorbent, you just clean up all the stuff on the floor and you kind of waddle your way around the floor and you get all of that stuff and it's not sticky anymore. It's amazing. I can't believe you're sharing this secret. It's, I, I know. I well, think I'm going to use it at home. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think yeah. there's maybe some more hacks and secrets to come. Yeah. Okay, right. hold on. Okay, Jen, so let's just come up with a couple other hacks. Flight attendants, honestly, are so creative and ingenious when it comes to problem solving. I feel like if there's a problem, a flight attendant will figure out a way to solve it. Absolutely. We're yeah. like little MacGyvers. <laughs> we <you know>? are <laughs> like little We can MacGyvers. think of anything. <laughs> Like uh, what to cook in the coffee maker today. Oh, what oh is on gosh. today's menu, Oh, my Karen? gosh. There's so mm. many things that you can cook yeah. in a coffee pot. There Did is. you all know that? This is amazing. So what is something that, how do you do that? How, well, let's tell the, the public how you cook something on a coffee pot in an aircraft. Well, sometimes we bring our own food. If we're, if we're smart, we'll pack for, right. for a three-day. But if we get really hungry on a flight, uh, one of my favorite hacks was uh, that spicy tomato juice we used to have. Oh. Yeah, throw that in a coffee pot. Really? Get it hot. It's like tomato soup. It's oh, delicious. wow. But yeah. then what would you do about the grilled cheese? you got to have grilled cheese with tomato soup. That is true. That's hard to do. But, oh, actually, you probably could. On another coffee pot, you could do, if you brought um, to a toasted uh, grilled cheese that's already been grilled. Okay. And, um, and then you put it in aluminum foil. Right. And then you put it on the coffee, on the heating element of the coffee pot. Yeah. And then what I like to do, so it's not just getting heated underneath, is you get a glove and you fill it with boiling water uh -huh. from the water dispenser, you right. know, for tea and whatever. And then you tie that up real tight and then you put that on top. Uh -huh. 
So then your sandwich or whatever it is that you're trying to heat up is getting heat from the top, from the water so. in the glove, and from the bottom. So now you have your grilled cheese and tomato yes. soup, and you're ready to go. Oh, my gosh. That yes. sounds so good. It does sound yeah. good. There's a, another um, really great thing that, that I learned early on that somebody told me about to use breast milk bags. That's what I heard, too. And it, do you ever do it? Have you ever used it? Well, I haven't breastfed in a while, so I really don't have any. I mean, I could look yeah, in the Jen back closet. Jen has never breastfed you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but, but it doesn't matter. You can go get breast oh, okay. milk bags, and they fit perfectly because they're kind of long and skinny. Skinny, And yeah. they're, they are, they're meant to be boiled or heated. True, true. So... Then you just stick that thing in the coffee maker that in the coffee pot that's filled with hot hot water, and you let it sit for I don't know ten minutes. Yeah, and you got your split pea soup all ready exactly. to go. Lasagna, you could do yeah. spaghetti. You can heat up. You can heat up anything. It's amazing. These it's people amazing. are never gonna order another cup of coffee from <laughs> us again. <laughs> They're like, no, I'll pass. <laughs> here about some of the grossest things that we have found that people leave behind on aircraft. I am just amazed. Are you amazed at how people treat the airplane when they leave? I, I, I can't even imagine what their house looks like. Oh, yeah. Or maybe they don't do that in I their am. own home. But sometimes people, I'm just in awe yeah. of what they leave behind. And it just trashed. And they just throw stuff on the floor and they leave all kinds of things oh, yeah. so I, i've had a lady had... uh leave a uh, diaper in the seat back pocket and i remember chasing her down the jet bridge <laughs> miss miss you forgot something <laughs> and when she turned around and i handed her that diaper the look on her face was like oh, i was you. the bad person you know you. like was it a stinky one i didn't get that far oh. but it was disgusting and oh. that's why we wear gloves when we clean uh, our yeah, airplane we, and we do Gloves, for and, sure. Yeah, and I used to make fun of people that used to come on and sanitize the seats, you know? Yeah. Now that person is me now. <laughs> <laughs> I yes, know we sanitize everything now. Everything. That's the grossest I've people out there. I found um, probably the grossest things that I've seen of maybe dental floss, um, toenail clippings. Mm. That's mm -hmm. that's up there with some yeah. of the best. Um, toothpicks, you know, not quite as gross as dental floss, I guess. But I like really? when they take the tray table down and they put their foot up there and Oh, and cut yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's, that's really yeah, great. Like, and I think the passengers around them really appreciate mm, that. Mm. I think they like that. I mm -hmm. think it's it's just kind of a really nice yeah. thing to do for your neighbor. Yeah. To put and your feet keep up your there shoes and... on when you're on the plane, oh please. Oh, Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Especially when you go into the lab. Mm -hmm. Really, it, it, there's, it looks like water on the floor. Not water, it, people. It's Probably not water. It's not water. Yeah. And okay, so now that we're on the topic of the lab, um, <clears throat> so I feel like people need to know that we're listening. We're not listening to what you actually do <laughs> in the lab, but we are listening to here if you flush it or if you wash your hands. We can hear all that. Yeah. We're right there. We, yeah. we hear a lot um, things that maybe you don't want us to hear. Right. But... Yeah, just please always do that. I think yeah, that's flush important. and wash. Yeah. And nobody's yeah. joining the Mile High Club anymore because our lavatories are too small right. for even one person. That's very true. So, yeah, yeah, so that's out. So yeah. I don't even think about yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What else about the labs? There's there's a lot of de definitely don't 
don't do any of those uh, e-cigarette kind of. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you want to smoke your breakfast and like do that banana cream pie, I don't know, whatever. They have all Flavored, those flavors yeah. now that, that sound so appealing. But uh, yeah, that there's going to be a big fine for that. There is going to. Yeah. yeah. And then don't put the hairspray on. Oh. That always sets off that, that smoke alarm. That sets off the but alarm. Something interesting, you know how to be in the back and we're boarding the plane and it was like, all these people, I counted 11 last week coming to the back lavatory, and we haven't even taken off yet. Yeah, oh, it was that like, drives what me is, crazy. Yeah, what is the the bathroom up in the uh, concourse broken? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Interesting story, talking to a doctor about that. Oh. It's because people, when they, when they step on the aircraft, they get an anxiety. And oh. when you get an anxiety or anxious, what do you do? Right. You usually have to go pee, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. stage fright. Yeah. So that's why they do. They come on and lunch straight, isn't it? So now okay, I don't feel so. It. Yeah, I don't feel so bad now of getting mad and right. about these people. Yeah, because that was just, that's it is always frustrating because yeah, then they can't. Just, then they're swimming upstream to get back to their seat because yeah. everybody else is coming on, and then there's a big yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that so, helps me out too. Okay, thanks, that's Jen. Something for you to know, Karen. I'm okay. glad I can help with that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Any other good hacks? I am thinking of one more. That if you are a Bloody Mary drinker, or you like spicy tomato juice or regular tomato juice, if you happen to spill that on yourself, there's a really good hack that we flight attendants know. Uh, and we use it for ourselves too, because we obviously can spill, you know, I'm in the back of the alley spilling the 7-Up and other drinks, of course, we're also gonna spill other things. So if you happen to get something like that on you, all you have to do is get um, ask your flight attendant for seltzer water and a tampon. Yeah, a maxi pack or a tampon. No, the tampon. So it's just oh. like a magic eraser. It actually becomes <laughs> like a magic eraser. Truly, Perfect. it works. It totally works. <laughs> and you can use this at home too. You don't have to use it just on the airplane. Interesting. Yeah. So well, I, I gave a tampon to a, uh, a gentleman that had a bloody nose one time, and he literally put that up his oh, nose. That's his not nose a bad idea. Landed the whole four-hour flight. I oh. hope he's okay. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It lasted the whole four hours? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. not good. No, it wasn't good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I hope he is okay. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's actually been used for for um, bullet wounds, and, and tampons actually are very handy. Well, I'm going to have to put them in my but. backpack when I go hiking. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> will. Along with yeah. your breast milk bags. Yes. <laughs> those, those I have. I know they're somewhere in my storage. <laughs> okay. We'll be back in a minute. So, uh, we were thinking, um, I was just thinking about how I feel like people, when they come on board, they think that we are bartenders and that we have like a whole bartending kit with us and that we just want to give them anything that they want. Like if they want, I, uh, I don't know, four limes and a lemon and maybe an olive and, um, splash maybe of a, cranberry. A splash is always a splash of something. Mm. Sometimes we get orders for uh, maybe something with two ice cubes. Two, that's my favorite. Yeah, two ice cubes. What else do you, people are just so? Oh my gosh, people can be. We don't have time. Sorry, folks, we don't have time to serve you all these things. Plus, we don't have olives. We don't have limes. We don't have lemons. So don't even ask for those. But 
regardless of that, I, I just feel like it's, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot that you people ask for. So I think one of my most memorable weird drinks that was ordered for me was a coffee that had 15 sugars and six creamers. Now, let me guess, what, what country or what part of the country was uh, that? I think it was California. California, that surprises was, me yeah. because Puerto Rico and Cuba are known for oh, having sugar yeah. with a splash of coffee. A splash of coffee. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. There wasn't room hardly for the coffee. I know. Once you add in yeah, all that. Yeah, where would you put the coffee? Uh, exactly. So you gave her a cup separate from the no, 15 No, I got a breast sugar. milk bag and put <laughs> some coffee See, in See, your there. cleverness is coming out, Miss Flight Attendant of the Year. Right, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Does, do, you have, do you have any memorable things that people order? It's interesting, too, like to have, I feel like there's different personalities across the United States, especially, mm-hmm. and also internationally. But especially, I mean, what you, what's going to be ordered on the plane in California is very different than what will be ordered in Alabama. It's very true. The, uh, for lack of a better word, like the demographics of mm-hmm. culture. Yep. So when you're in San Jose, you always get the orange juice drinkers with no ice, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Yeah. And then when you're down in San Diego, you get the soda water drinkers right. with a splash of cranberry and a twist of lime, which yep. we don't carry lime anymore, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you go to with the two ice cubes. Yeah, with the two or ice cubes. Or maybe one. Maybe three. Boston, well, you don't have enough liquor in your liquor kit if you go to Boston. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Even in the morning, it's five o'clock that somewhere. Is so true. Yeah, and then yeah. Puerto Rico, it's all in Cuba. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Yeah, yeah. How about the Midwest? Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper's Do- Texas. Big. Texas. Yeah. Is big oh, yeah. On the pepper. Yep. Yeah. And um, where was I? Not too long ago, was, we ran out of uh, ginger ale. Oh. It's like, I never even knew ginger ale was ginger ale until I started flying. <laughs> it's like, it's just something that... Well, I always thought it was something for when you have an upset stomach. Yeah, yeah. That was always the go-to. Yeah, you know, like growing ale? up, if we were sick or something, you'd have ginger ale or Sprite yeah. or Yeah. I did like have, we do have apple juice on our planes, and I had a gal order a tequila with apple juice the other day. Oh. And uh, I, I love oh. tequila, but you know what? I'm not going to try that. Yeah. I'm not even no. going to give it a sip. Oh, Okay. Does yeah, it doesn't sound refreshing. Well, I don't really care for tequila, yeah. so I wouldn't like that anyway. But if you like tequila, and you, yeah. that's uh, interesting. Juice. Yeah, never. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing what people come up with. Yeah, very, very, very clever passengers. Yeah, but as flight attendants with the alcohol too, we always have to be um, observant. Yes, we um, do. We do. Because people tend to order too much alcohol, they're partaking in a feast of alcohol before they go to their <laughs> Uh, demise of their uh, party time, yeah. which would be like going to get sober out of. Well, rehab. and I feel like the alcohol causes so many of the, our medicals. Yes, so it many does. of the medicals that we yeah. have are alcohol related. Yeah. Um, tell me, you had you had told me this a long time ago. Something about uh, how it works in our body when we're in the air. That the alcohol affects us differently. It does. It's a two for one. Because as the air, as you go up in altitude, obviously the air gets compressed right. and so you have less oxygen so you're getting like a two for one so when you're drinking that beer you, you just you know it's yeah you think that oh it's just normal for me yeah. to have two beers yeah. but it's really like you're having four yeah it's actually uh, doubling up on your uh, in your blood for what they for what they say right know? we learned that in recurrent too they were talking about that but 
So try not to do too many doubles on people. They, and they don't realize yeah. either, you know. That's why I avoid those Vegas trips. Oh, Vegas is oh, the Vegas worst. Trip. Vegas. Oh, Shutter Island. Vegas. <laughs> Got a lot Good of Good old Vegas. <laughs> pass. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I would say the majority of medical that we have, medicals are because of dehydration. Dehydration is, is huge. Yeah. Especially when you get on a plane after partying all night and uh, you get dehydrated and you're not drinking enough water. I've had a probably a 400 pound um, college football player pass out on me in the back galley. Oh, oh yeah. He wow. was a big boy. Because he, of that? He was, he he was, was dehydrated. dehydrated. Yeah, yeah. His blood sugar plummeted and he just went down like a sack of potatoes wow. right on top of me. Yeah. On top of you? Yeah. Were you yeah. injured? No, I wasn't injured. It startled me, though, you know? Well, yeah. <laughs> you he was, think? I just, I'll never forget looking at this guy and seeing his eyes roll back in his head and bam. So if you wow. fly, folks, make sure you get that glass of orange juice and some lot of water yeah. because that blood lots sugar and can lots just... of water. We care about your hydration. We do. We do. We do. We, we want to bring you alcohol when you want alcohol, but we really care about your hydration. We want to be good to you both ways so yeah okay so that's kind of information yeah and you know one other little tidbit of info i don't think are there any um airlines serving peanuts now because of allergies no i don't think so yeah i think those are completely gone no peanuts yeah peanuts yep so never know what kind of snack you're gonna get it's exciting i know it's a mystery (laughs) mystery snack Ah, okay back in a minute again bye so I have a question for you, Jen. I am wondering if you can think kind of on the spot here, what would be the best part for you of being a flight attendant? My favorite part is um, flying to different places, especially obviously places I've never been. Yeah. So if we have a long overnight, I always like to go out and explore the town and, uh, eat the food, see the, the museums. If we have time, uh, just do walks. Yeah. I could do probably eight miles a day if I could walking around yeah, and just seeing. Time. Yeah. And our company is great about putting us up in pretty decent places yeah. like downtown places yes, like for sure st louis omaha of all places yeah omaha is I a love great the overnight it is i love that overnight yeah, yeah. isn't it uh-huh and clean town salt yep. lake's a clean town and oh, fun. i love salt lake yeah. yeah what other what other places are memorable uh, i got like, a lot of you look forward to getting on your schedule i love philadelphia if i have a long overnight and we're downtown philly it's one of my favorite. Just the history of Philadelphia is amazing. The buildings, the architecture, the rocky stairs you have to do. Oh. The avenues oh, of yeah. America, the them. Shakespeare Museum. It's uh, so much culture. And uh, <laughs> funny story, I thought the Liberty Bell, when I saw it, was going to be enormous. Yeah, it's <laughs> probably <laughs> 30 inches round. Yeah. I mean, I walked up and I'm like, this surprising. is it. <laughs> It's kind of like the Mona Lisa, if you've yeah. ever been to France and seen the, the Mona Lisa. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very underwhelming. Yeah. It's just kind of like, like oh, So this is it. it. All right, let's okay. go. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite overnights is uh, Charleston. Oh, I haven't done oh, that one yet. Loved that overnight. I've only gotten mm. it once, oh. but loved Charleston. Oh, man. And it depends um, on the, the time of year, of course, too. I love Spokane. 
Spokane is a nice. great place. A so place. beautiful. And our hotel is right there on the yeah. water. Um, of course, Hawaii is always fun. Mm -hmm. um, San Diego is interesting, too. I like San Diego because of the fact that, obviously, the weather. But behind our hotel, which is downtown, is Little Italy. Oh, I yeah. I mean, you it's think right Little there. Italy is in Boston and, you know, Chicago and New York probably has, I'm sure, a few of them. Little Italy and the smell of garlic. Oh, <laughs> smell of garlic. Well, Boston is my <laughs> second favorite overnight. Yeah, yeah, that is a fun Just one. Just because of that. Oh, there's oh. so many. Yeah, that is an amazing part of being a flight attendant for sure. It's incredible the opportunities that we get and the people that we can see too, you know, and reconnect with across the country that we know. Mm -hmm. And I do love that part of being a flight attendant. I think the other thing I love about being a flight attendant is those times that they're they're, they don't happen all the time, but where you really connect with a passenger. Like you have some kind of a, uh, I don't know, that's what I always loved about teaching, was that when, that, when you'd have like a light bulb moment with mm -hmm. a student or something, and you knew that you really made a difference in their life. And I've had a handful of, of stories like that where I know that I was able to, to maybe really make a difference in somebody's day. And mm -hmm. that's, those, are, those are really, really cool things I think the, that's what keeps me going really yeah. like when I have a good when I have an interaction I had a, a pilot once um, come back to the back he was just non-revving and he came to the back of the airplane and uh, he just sat he said I, I offered him coffee or you know it was when we were boarding it's like can, can, do you need anything and he just seemed a little down and I and we realized that we recognized each other that we had flown before and so we kind of talked about that a little bit and then uh, started asking about his his family. He was headed home because his son was getting it was the um, Eagle Scout, like the highest. Mm. It's a big deal. I think I don't know a whole lot about that, but he, he was getting an award for that, and so he was excited about that. But then, as we continued to talk, he told me that it was actually the anniversary of his other son's death. Oh, and it was heart wrenching. He started to cry. I was crying, um, and then he went back to his seat, and I just. I just wrote him a simple little note from from the, our airline's family, and um, just just said that that we love him and that you know I don't even know what I said. It was just a simple note, and a little while later I received a message from him, and it said that he had taken a screenshot of that and sent it to his wife back home, and it was Aww. just so meaningful. I mean, it was just it seemed like such a simple little thing to do, right? But it meant a lot and it was just really neat to have a conversation with him about it and he just I think he left feeling a little bit more more loved than when he came on the that's plane. wonderful so I like how cool. we have those connections yeah because not everybody's going on a holiday not at all and a lot of people yep. are going to funerals and uh, yep, for sure there's been a few um, flights that I have taken where we've had um, we've had uh, soldiers you know mm -hmm. on our flight yeah. that were in a casket below and that God. is That's intense. so intense yeah where powerful you, you ask everybody to stay seated so they can have the casket come out and just to give that speech and mm -hmm. and have the captain come out and salute it and and it's amazing and you just are so humbled and the passengers yeah. are, are usually really amazed about that yeah a lot of tears coming off a few of those flights i've been on two that were just I'm getting chills just talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's yeah. so powerful. Yeah. It's amazing. And, and yeah. it just, it's like, God, I get to do this, mm -hmm. you know? 
And I get to do this. It's amazing. Yeah, and uh, I remember it was on, I was on a Boston overnight. My family's from Western Mass, and my grandmother was, she was in hospice and getting ready to pass any day. And I remember flying and looking out the window. It was it wasn't full, but I was sitting in the back, and I was looking out the window, flying over Western Mass, thinking of my grandmother, mm. and seeing if I could see the hills of the Berkshires and and what rivers were right there and. And then when we landed in Denver, I found out uh, an hour before, right as I was flying over, my grandmother had passed. No way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That gives me chills. I know. It was, oh. it was like, wow. So. I know. There's some really amazing things yeah. that can happen. Yeah. And you just don't know people's stories, you know? And it's, and it's really cool to be privy to that. And yeah. to, that privilege. I feel privileged when they allow us into their stories Absolutely. and into their lives. And Everybody has a story. Yeah. yeah. And then and another good one, a positive story that uh, was, uh, I once had, and this was when I was on probation too, I think it was around the time we flew together. I had um, this couple that was going on their honeymoon. And so I was taking pictures of them and everything in, in the airplane. And then I happened to be on the same flight when they were coming back. Oh. And so they were showing me all the, they, you know, they remember me and I remembered them and really, I was like, show me all your pictures, show me everything. And so I sat down with them and we were, we had so much fun. So yeah, just some random things like that can yeah. be really, really great and really exciting. I had a guy last week, he gave me a note and he goes, it's our anniversary. Do you mind saying something oh, over right. the PA? And here's a little note, you know, with our names and everything. And I read it and I went, I can't say this. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought him a couple champagnes and, uh, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to say it. He asked me to, here it goes. So I'm like, you know, uh, I wanted to wish out a big shout out to uh, Brooke and Evan for their 18th wedding anniversary. Yeah, um, five of them have been really great. <laughs> The whole plane just cracked up. And, of course, his wife was like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Anyway, that was good. I always like giving those shout-outs to people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's fun just messing with people. Like, um, there was one time I love, well, as as you know, I love teenagers. And so when I see, when there's a group of teenagers who come on who are for a sports team or something, I know that I can do this, this mess with them this way. We're all, as they're they're getting seated, we're boarding if, if I'm in the back. Then I'll just kind of walk backwards with a tray full of hot cups, you know, and I say, hey, you guys want any hot chocolate? You want anything? And then I, I pretend to hit it, and there's nothing in the cups. They're all empty. And so they go flying, and everybody's thinking that they're going to get, yeah. Yeah, so that's always fun. I'm going to steal that from I you, do. Karen. I love that. I love messing with, especially the teenagers. But I like messing with people. It just makes it fun. Like, you, if, if you find somebody that has a good sense of humor, yeah. and you just, it makes the flight a fun yeah. and you just keep messing with them yeah and you throw them a lot of snacks and you i don't know it's just it's yeah and that, are it, fun. it makes are our fun. job easy when you're working with somebody that has a sense of humor oh, too, especially 100%. on the pas yeah yep. the pas are great so yeah, yeah it's fun yeah. ah all right good times good yeah, times good all time. right what's next let's take a little break and see what's next hmm All right, so those are some, it's really neat. Like once, once you start thinking about some of the really great things that, that make you smile in your day, uh, it just starts making you think about more and more. Like I, I had the funniest thing happen one time when I was going into Cancun and 
uh, me and the other flight attendant were in the front jump seat. <clears throat> and so as we landed, we felt this huge bump. Like we had run over something that was big. Or it was maybe a tire that blew. We didn't know. But it was something was wrong. And, you know, as, as you know, we're trained to automatically think yeah, evacuation. Do we right, need right. to evacuate? We, like get, you start getting going through through all the things that we're trained to do to keep the passenger safe. And uh, so so he he and I are I just kind of looking at each other going, okay, we are we going to have to do an evacuation? What what is going on? Did did is it some mechanical thing? I it seemed like a tire blew. What do we do in that case? Like so we're just preparing. And it, it's uneventful. We we the captain takes the plane up um, to the gate to the um, to the gate there, and we're we're like, okay, I, that's good. We didn't have to do an evacuation. It's all good. <clears throat> so the captain comes out. And he says, "I will give you a hundred dollars if you can tell me what happened." <laughs> and we're like, oh, a hundred dollars. I mean, like, yeah, that comes in really handy. So um, <laughs> I said. Well, I think it was maybe a tire that blew. And the other guy was like, yeah, that's probably my best guess. Is something mechanical, something happened. He said, no, actually, it was a nine-foot iguana <laughs> that was just meandering across the tarmac. And, of course, you can't swerve an aircraft with 185 people on it, oh 75 people. So they just had to run over it. Did but it die? was so, oh, yeah. It oh. was flattened. Oh, oh imagine, yeah, oh. a big 737 running over you. Yeah, this little, <laughs> this poor little iguana. Like, it's just a sunny day, and he's just like, doo 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 He's just like Love going across the little hot tarmac, and he's in Cancun, oh. and he's happy, and then splat. Yeah. Poor Ernie the iguana. I know, I know. It was yeah. a little sad. And actually, we were a little bit delayed, because they, they got to clean it up. They got to... You know. Oh yeah, like the bird strikes we get. Oh, you know, we get a bird strikes. strikes. That's a bloody mess. Bad. And yeah. those can be dangerous. Very dangerous. Yes. Yeah. I so. yeah, I have not experienced that, but I have heard yeah, have you have have you experienced that before, bird yeah, strike? Yeah, I have and I've seen it and it's not a pretty sight. Wow. But it it can be scary because you don't want a bird strike. I mean you would think that lightning would be worse than a bird strike, but it actually isn't because okay. our aircraft are all equipped with Anti-lightning uh, rods, or lightning I don't know, what do you call it? <laughs> That's anyway, the official yeah. term, I'm sure. That is yes, the official yeah, we term, need a Karen. Pilot I'm, I'm full of <laughs> official terms today. <laughs> so, yeah. We Protective did, lightning we, rods yeah, we got built into a, the aircrafts. On the way down to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico of all places, because hmm. we just had the iguana. We yeah. We said that was Cancun. Yeah. So this is on the way down to Puerto Vallarta. We were in a monsoon, and a storm is coming in. And uh, the aircraft got hit by lightning. And it goes through the uh, nose of the plane wow. all the way out the end. And if you know what St. Elmo's fire is, it's, uh, it's like an after effect of gases and that from the aftermath of lightning. Okay. So my terminology is that. not on. I could Google it right now if you'd <laughs> like me to. But So the lights flicker, go out, and I'm sitting on the jump seat looking at the passengers, and they're all bent over looking at me, and this uh, St. Elmo's fire is coming through and from the front of the aircraft all the way to the back, and then it was just wow. bizarre. It, and and the static of it, too, because your hair, like, Ooh, stands up on your arms and yeah it's really interesting so uh, but it's not dangerous it's not dangerous no, or the no. crew no yeah. 
So we wow. hit, Captain laughed because they had, they got him in the front there, and he's like, "How do you like that show, wow. folks?" So we did get grounded in Puerto Vallarta when we landed. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, oh, I know. We had to, we have had to spend the night. Oh. Yeah, we did. I know. Darn lightning! I know, with no bathing suit. Oh. Yeah. I think I came from Denver, <laughs> so I probably had my muckalux and, <laughs> and my fur coat. Perfect <laughs> muckalux. Who even has a so, muckalux anymore? Yeah. So, uh, interestingly enough, though, you cannot uh, put a plane back in service unless you find where the lightning exited. Well, if it oh. came through the uh, front of the nose of the aircraft, where do you think it would exit? In the back. Right? In the back. Okay. So, how, but, do they t- how do they know where it goes out? You have to find it. And it's a, it's a dark spark, like a oh, burn. Okay. A burn mark. Burn mark. Yeah, exactly. So. But that couldn't hurt you if you were back there. I, apparently, I don't it just think goes so. through the fuselage yeah, and, all and the not the people. Yeah. Interesting. It's kind of interesting. Wow, yeah. I love that story. Seen almost fire, and it's not a movie. Of, um, <laughs> TV show. What is a movie? <laughs> oh, is that? That's right. It's it is a TV show. I think it's a TV show. Yeah, yeah. We're old. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think I remember it being a TV show. I, anyway, um, speaking of lightning, I think one of my best best days ever flying was coming back into Denver one night where we were having, there was a huge electrical storm all around us. And the captain called back and he said, hey, you wanna come up and and see the light show? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, 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 yes. And so I went up into the flight deck and I have never seen anything like that before in my life. And you've probably experienced it, but it was, oh, it was so amazing because you're seeing um, this, this lightning all around you you know it's not like i mean we have these little portholes that we can look through right right in the in They're the like airplane six inches yeah, round, you can't yeah. see anything hardly but you go up to the flight deck and i mean it was just like i don't know i mean people in denver will understand because the lightning storms that we have here are just unbelievable sometimes it's just lightning strike after lightning strike and just like a continuous light show it was amazing it was I have never seen anything like that. Kind of like to the see Northern it from Lights. the air, yeah. Like to see it to be in it. Like you're not looking up at it or away. You're not looking from away at it. You're in it, and it's happening all around you. Like in a big cloud. Yeah. And the yeah. lightning coming through. Yep. Oh, that's pretty. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah that was a re- that was really cool. Wow. Yeah. So lots of natural things that that can affect phenomena. Flying phenomena. Yes. Yes. Weather is a problem. Weather with, is with a problem. Uh, traveling for sure yeah. and that's not our fault by the way yes, yeah if you're delayed not. because of weather sorry yeah and it's usually a lot safely. of times yeah it's a lot of times it's coming from different parts of the country so if you see blue, blue sky in denver or la yeah and they're saying it's weather and you're arguing about that actually it's weather from houston right planes coming from there but yeah yeah but for the yeah. most part people understand yeah, yeah yeah i think so yeah and i think most people are pretty good about They'd rather be delayed and be safe than to just not, Absolutely. not get there. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. What else? What else do we have? Well, to you talk know, about? interesting thing I was listening to on the radio the other day. You know how everybody hates wearing masks, and we wore them for years, two right. years. Yeah. I wore mine. But when you travel, and I think when I'm traveling non revving and I think I'm going to start wearing it because, you know, mm. you sit next to somebody that might even have a simple cold or a sinus infection. 
yeah, I notice a lot of people these days are still wearing there are masks. A lot. And I young feel like people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know what? You know, be protective. Be aware. And uh, it, and we won't make fun of you if you come on our airplane with masks. Yeah. Or muckalucks. Or muckalucks in, yeah. in Puerto Vallarta. Or maybe you might have breast milk bags in your backpack. That's true. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It, it can be a plethora of things <laughs> that people bring on board. You know and a lot of things that people leave behind. Yeah. Like. Oh, you see so many wallets and so many iPads and so those many. Ear, those oh, ear, the, the pods. Pods yeah, are the those, demise of my flight oh, attendant career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're left behind all the time. And they're spendy little things. And, and we try our best to get to them back to them. you. To really try. Yeah, we don't keep them. We, we do take them out yeah. to the ops agent in hopes that maybe we can be tracked down. But Interesting announcement the other day upon landing is the flight attendant said to... Hey, folks, you might want to take those ear pods out of your ears during landing because once you touch down and that and that little hit, you know, and then oh. the braking, oh, they, they, can pop out. they can pop out and they go flying and they do. And I'm oh. like, I never thought about that. That's so that. true. I am going to say that announcement because I'm tired of getting on my hands and knees looking for these I things know. at the end I of know. the day when we you want to be home because <laughs> it happens all the time. I know. All we the time. That. Yeah, yeah, we're searching for things a lot. Yeah, I not to be like. negative. On a, on yeah. a lighter note, I oh. like flying to Cuba. Because <laughs> 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 they always applaud when we land. Like, oh, yay! So and then that. when they leave the airplane, they always kiss you and hug Aww. you goodbye. And it's like, Grandma. <laughs> oh, <me laughs> so Grandma. So grandiose. And they're just so sweet. I do love that. People it's are great. People are really amazing. Like, I feel like right now, the that people are getting a really bad rap mm-hmm. and you know i think we sometimes expect people to be horrible because that's kind of what's been in the press and mm-hmm. you know people people are stressed out right yeah. now and there's there's a lack of kindness and that kind of thing in general but boy when you just when you get one on one with some of our passengers i tell you i i feel like we do have some of the best passengers we do we're very fortunate we it's amazing there are some amazing people out there and my life is definitely richer because of some of the people that i've met through this job absolutely for sure, including absolutely. you thank including you, karen. you thanks karen not Aww. a karen <laughs> thanks thanks for having me, me so. on your little podcast <laughs> You are so welcome. Thank you for joining me. It's kind of fun. This is the first time I've tried to do a little interview thing, and I I think we did okay. We'll we'll see. Probably Um, bored the people, but you know what? It was fun for us. It was fun for us. We don't care about these other people. (laughs) We don't care. We don't care. (laughs) Now I'm going to be thinking all the time, what can I say? What kind of story can I come up with for my next Karen podcast? I'm going to make a story on the plane. You might hear about me on the news, people. Yeah, my name's Jen. Well, Jen from Denver. <laughs> that is very likely, actually. <laughs> okay, watch out, folks. Okay, well, thanks for joining us, everybody, and thanks for being here, Jen. That was a lot of thanks, fun. Thanks, Karen. That was a great time. Okay. Well, this hopefully uh, you'll join us again next time, or join me, or join maybe whoever I decide to interview next. It's kind of, I'm kind of into this interview thing. I kind of like it. I kind of like so it. So maybe I'll you. keep going. So okay, we'll see. Miso. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mesothelioma. Yeah. So hard to say. It is. But it makes me think of you every time I see the ads on TV. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Over and out.
Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, please be sure to drop five stars in the ratings and reviews section and leave a comment if you'd like. Also, feel free to pass this on to any others who you might think might enjoy it. You can listen wherever you find your audio, including Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. I'd also love to hear your comments and the stories from your own journey at lifemoments at mail.com. Please drop me a note and feel free to subscribe and join me again for my upcoming episodes. Thanks again so much for listening and don't forget to always be on the lookout for the extraordinary in the ordinary of your own life. I hope you'll join me again next time.